You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Okay, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and... Unwavering bias. Unwavering bias. That was the voice Better of believe it. Edward Simpson, uh, dear friend, drinking buddy, mm-hmm. long-time lover. Oh, yeah. Uh, here for another week. Mm-hmm. And good God, good golly, good grief. <laughs> Look, I was having a good weekend. I was having a great weekend. I was having a great weekend. Um... Had a you know had had a lot of fun. You and I had had a pretty good time. We had a nice at, Saturday at this, together. We had a great Saturday at, uh, together down at the South Bondi Rosel, working on a couple little things, a couple little side projects. Um, but we had a lovely time, you and I, and we were in the throes of um, of of glory. I well, sense it was, it was an optimistic time because that we'd bowled him out for sixty seven. Yes, this is the English. Yes, this is the English. And um, we're just getting straight into it. Yeah, yeah, we're getting straight no, into it. No, 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 no. It's bullshit. No, no, no. We're just getting straight into it. Um, obviously, we'd bowled him out for sixty seven. So we won. We'd won. The urn was retained. Yes, basically. Yes. Now we'd found a spot on the mantle. Yeah. Well, you and I had. Yeah. You and I had. I mean, I I think it was as simple as, and I I still recall it. It was, we sort of looked at each other with, with a nice smile. A knowing glance. A knowing glance and said, how about that urn being retained? Yeah. You oh, know got, what I mean? We're getting the urn back. How, oh, how about that urn? fuck. How six hours. And, we, you know, bowled out for 179 in our first knock. I thought, shit, here we go. Yeah, we thought we were done then. But then, then in an instant, it's turned on its head and you and I, you know, have a lovely Saturday afternoon knowing the urn is returning. Yes. Now we set them three fifty nine, I think. Yeah, off the top of my head, record breaking chase required for that to be a, a beatable score. That's right. And look, I, I knew that. You knew that. Australia knew we that. We knew that it was a record run chase yeah, yeah. required. Yeah, yeah. No, they'd never chase more than three fifty. Not many do. No, not many do. That's the thing. Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen often at all. No. Right. If you go back through the history books, the annals. The annals of the great game, punters, dribblers, never happens. Poms have never done it because they're all fucking weak and gutless, right? Generally speaking. But broadly speaking, broadly speaking, broadly speaking, some of them obviously stronger than others. But generally speaking, throughout the history of the the great game, of which, you know, they've played more than any. Weak and gutless. They've played more than any. Mm. Weak and gutless. Now, (laughs) Now, they've never chased that score. And I was. Convinced of victory. Yes. Now I did fight tooth and like I was so sure about it. Saturday night, got into a fucking argument with friend of the show Ben Porter. I was like, "It's not going to happen. Can't happen. Statistically speaking, won't happen." Right? For, for all the reasons mentioned off yes. the top, yeah, yeah. no one chased that number. S- certainly don't chase that number if they've been bowled out for sixty-seven. That's it. Sixty-seven is is sort of like the real that grounded all of our beliefs that the urn was coming home was that they'd been so demoralised mm. the the chance of them how many times does sixty-seven go into three fifty-nine if you could do some quick maths Eddie I, I I would say never how many times oh no how many times does it go in yes like divided uh, by fuck it's five at least okay so they've literally times their score by at least five Dior the math side of things because that's not our that's not our racket but I think no, it's about five no one expected. That no, 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 no. No one expected that. No one, no one expected that, and we shouldn't have expected it because it shouldn't be possible. No. Now, with that batting lineup, they've got some studs in there. Sure, they've got a, a weak English boy in root who knows how knows how to grind out a good fifty, but yes. hates the hundred, and 100. that's what he did, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that's what we got. Ben Stokes, he's a fucking, he's elite. He's elite. He's and, elite. And, and honestly, when I woke up Sunday and I saw that the weak English boy Joe Root had got another fifty, yeah, I was still like. And they only needed two hundred to win. Yeah, I did have a little no, bit no, of like no, no, a that, tightening that, of the rectum. That's right. That's right. Look, I mean, you and I were so confident Saturday. On Sunday, the rectum had tightened slightly, marginally. Yeah. But I knew, and you knew, and the nation knew that if you remove Stoke and Root, that's it's over. It's over. It's and done. even one of them, maybe yes. it was over. But as it certainly, turned. Stokes for me seemed like the one that I wanted to get. Well, like, what two runs off seventy nuts? I was like, this bloke's. He's, he's he's starting to reek of a brave a brave knock when you when you see off seventy nuts and score two runs. It shows that you don't care. You realise you've got time. No, but it no, but it shows um, it shows awareness, yes. in game awareness, oh, heightened, yeah, oh, heightened game awareness. Yes, that's exactly what it is. But that what I mean when I say he didn't care is like 
he knows that there's time yeah. and he knows that oh there's bucket load I can just I can get this thing done and yeah, I yeah. don't need to just I don't need to come out here and score quickly I just need to face nuts yeah, but swallow I need to swallow nuts. nuts I need to get through this busy period because Australia were bowling well third session day yes. three yes bowling really well now he knew that he had to swallow nut and he had to see off see off the onslaught as it were because the ball wasn't new needed to see off the onslaught and then get through to stumps because there was fading light and with fading light comes high drama yes I mean all they they they've linked yes, they've always they, been linked fading light equals, is, equals high drama always always been the case yeah. famous wins are never ground out in the morning no, are God, they no, no it's always in fading light yes think Federer and Nadal Wimbledon greatest match ever played 2008 they literally was 2008. A, it was almost played in pitch black it was played in pitch blackness and the only light you saw was when Nadal, you know, crashes to the ground and the euphoria and the off. cameras go off. Steve Waugh, famous Tan, fading light. I mean, it's all happens it's in fading light. Uh, when fucking Michael Clark could four wickets against Wiped the Indians. Indians. Yeah, Fade, fading, fading light. light. Point is, fading light equals drama. So S- S- Stokes knew he had to get through the fading light in yeah. order to maybe fulfill his destiny. Yes. As it turned out, destiny fulfilled. Yes. But I will say this, had to have help. Was helped on so, his way to look, death. Hey, certainly was helped. Certainly, but you know what? Most great knocks come with a little bit of help. You know, of course. Look, they put do. it this way: I'm not going to take away from the knock. The knock was tremendous. The knock was but, tremendous. But the but the outcome th- is is wrapped in in, in help, in help and doubt, yes. and and yeah. I would almost. I'm not going to say cheating, but no, it's not cheating. It's not cheating, but. Underhand. Well, look, we can't. We've we already knew that the umpires have been paid off, so we saw that coming. And also, but we could have run them out. We could have reviewed better. I, you know, we fucked up. We yeah. certainly fucked up. But what? I woke up this morning for work. I before work, I woke up at about one in the morning and just checked the score, and I saw that we lost, and I, I couldn't get back to sleep. I was like. Oh my fucking god! I was I was supposed to pick Ella up from the airport this morning at five thirty. I woke up at ten to five, checked the score, couldn't get back to sleep either because I was like, "This is devastating." And then because I went to bed, admittedly, I went to sleep with a bit of a bad feeling. Don't know why. It was just tightening, in the, tightening of the ring, the tightening of the ring, and just because I'd had this conversation earlier the night before with Ber- uh, with Ben, and he's like, "It's possible," I'm like, "It's not," and I reckon he put the knocker on us. Well, yeah, but you also probably came with the hubris that Australians can often possess, which is <laughs> which reeks of counting chickens. I feel well, like we've got a storied history of counting chickens yeah, yeah, as a country. Yeah, of course. And of I course. feel like this was an example where maybe we counted a couple of chickens pre-hatch. Of course. And look, I will now I will now live the rest of my life knowing that that one must not count chickens that early. <laughs> At any cost, at, at any, any like at any stage. you can't be done. You can't because sport can throw up curveballs, and we have been thrown the most wild one yes. in the history of the game. You yes. could argue. You could argue. Certainly in the history of the Ashes, this is the greatest run chase since we chased down four hundred and something in fucking nineteen forty-eight. Whatever, deal the night, the years. But this is certainly their greatest run chase, oh, and yes. they're calling it. His greatest ton. Well, they're calling it the greatest ton. I'm not yeah. so sure about that. No, no. See, he's an Englishman's, an Englishman's greatest ton. Well, but many throbbers in the uh, in cricketing circles are saying the greatest innings they've ever seen. Now, obviously, cricket is so such a long, uh, old game, steeped in history, steeped in steepness, that you can't necessarily know for sure that it's the greatest knock ever played because there are many knocks that took place while. I don't think life. you can say that, but just to give it some. Context. context. There's a lot it's, of elite throbbers out there. It's close to the. It's 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 in the finish. It's yeah. in the. It's on the podium for greatest knocks of all time. You'd have to say so. Oh yeah. Certainly greatest performance by a red nut ever. Is that fair to say? Oh, it's certainly the greatest performance by a red nut. I couldn't think of a more a more a sort of a dominant red dominant nut red nut performance in any sport. I wanted to start before we get to his dominance. I wanted to start with a couple of things where I was I was. You know, the ring hole began to tighten more and more. Yeah, I think it starts with the second new ball, which I have reason to believe was tampered. Okay, <laughs> and whose core may have been removed because that that Duke did nothing. That Duke was soulless. That was a soulless, potentially corkless, corkless Duke. Now I don't know, and can't I can't confirm, confirm nor deny it. Though I'll well, point it, out, right? yeah, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong that that Duke wasn't tampered with. Yeah, because from where I was sitting, Tom, that looked like. 
an old corkless juke <laughs> that had been shined using some sort of substance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do all the so, substance yeah, that yeah, may yeah, have been used. Yeah, yeah. But Absolutely. that's just my feeling. Would you... Look, I certainly, again, I'm just not prepared to say it wasn't. I'm just not prepared to say that it wasn't tampered with, that there wasn't some something underhanded, some sort of, uh, you know... It was a dodgy juke. It was a dodgy juke. Look, you, you, can, you can see these things a mile off. When you've been in the game as long as Eddie and I have, you can spot a dodgy juke from a mile off. Now, we uh, wouldn't say that we are professionally... We're not professional ball uh, sort of examiners. No. Is there a better term? Maybe, I don't know. But... Um, <laughs> Possibly. Ballman. But, but you can certainly see some of the, the key sort of metrics for when a ball looks soulless, corkless, yes. doing nothing. I think when you've got your old blue eyes, Cummins, one of the best in the business, yes. right? Couldn't get couldn't get much out of it. And like not even swing, I'm talking bounce, right? Yeah, the ball. And, that, and that's, what, that's what sort of rattled me a well, little that, bit. That sort of raised the eyebrow. Yeah, yeah. I was like... Well, wasn't this bouncing at 150 clicks? This thing literally doesn't bounce. You may as well have been bowling with a bean And it wasn't an an old pitch. It was a, what, day four pitch? Early day four? You know what I mean? It's no excuse. Exactly. All I'm saying is this thing's not popping like it should have. Yeah. And I think it comes down to it being a dodgy duke. Now, confirm the diet. That's what I'm thinking. All alleged at this stage. Of course alleged. Of course alleged. I think in the fullness of time, we will know. (laughs) It'll come to light. Yeah. It'll come to light. Uh, Tim Payne. Now, yeah. skipper of the nation yep. doesn't mean you aren't off limits, Tim. No, no. It and doesn't mean that you're, you're... I'm here to tell you, mate, that you're in... reproach. I'm, in, I'm here to tell you you're in big trouble. You're in some serious trouble. You're in big, big trouble. Not only have you scored fucking no runs, mate. None. No runs. Your defensive fields are at the height of question, in my opinion. What are you setting defensive fields for, mate? We need a wicket. We needed wickets. We needed, we needed one wicket. There was enough time. There's time forever, mate. Yes. It's not a 50-over match. He's got two days to get 70 runs. They were nine wickets down with 76 runs in the bank. Bowl Yorkers, mate. <laughs> Bowl Yorkers until you get a wicket. You know what I mean? He just farmed a strike. <laughs> Like what is going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was tough. That four, that bloody four-eyed spinner, Jake. What is his name? Jake Ledge. Leachman or Jake Leach. He what? Have he faced eighteen balls? Yeah. Because old mate farmed the strike. <laughs> Just yeah. farmed the he shit only got out of it. One run. One run. Eighteen balls. Seventy-six runs they needed, mate. 76 runs when Leachy rolls out there, bloody glasses fogged up, overwhelmed. <laughs> 18 nuts they bowled at him. And he's got everyone on the boundary. I'm like, what for, mate? What the hell's going on? We need wickets, brah. Yorkers, all day. Put them on his toes. He's not going to stop all of them. Fucking hell. Couldn't believe it, mate, what I was seeing. And then pressure does funny things to people, as we know. And Tim was not immune to it. No, no. Almost almost not inoculated. Mate, that that was... if you had five, if you had a two extra stumps, it wouldn't have hit. It wouldn't have hit leg stump. If you had two extras, when it was drifting that, that far down yeah. when he reviewed didn't it. Didn't Cummins see? No, I didn't see the review. Cummins that. should look blue eyes. Should have known better. He should have known better. He should have gone. We're not fucking reviewing it, mate, because it was so far down leg. It's actually embarrassing to even have a look at it. This yeah, thing. it's desperate. Oh, it was desperate stuff. And then the pressure gets to old mate. What's his name? The umpire. I wrote his name down because he's forgettable. Joel Wilson. Joel Wilson, who, look, I'm not saying there is a contract on his head. There is a contract on his head. <laughs> there is a contract on his head, mate. Are you fed income? <laughs> he's, he's, he could definitely, he, he might have fucked us here, mate. We could, if we go on and lose this series, right, they don't come up that often. We've won, we haven't won one for 18 years. Yeah, if I we know. get done here, mate, we could be fucked. And he, he actually, in a, in a really fucked up way, Look, obviously, there's other people responsible. I'm getting fiery, but he denied <laughs> us our opportunity to right the wrongs of Edge Baston back in 2005. Yes. When Brett Lee got, was it Brett Lee that got bowled? Kasperowitz. Kasperowitz did. Two runs we needed. Yes. They needed two runs when, when it was we LB. Got, yeah. And it was also two runs when, when we got we to run him out. out. So we had two bites at the cherry. Yeah. One was our fault, one was his. But, but, at but the his end of the day, was pump. But his was also, yeah, it was pump. Yeah, but it was also our fault. In both of them, because we'd already had burner review, Tim Payne, not yes, vaccinated was. towards pressure. Yes, look, look, yes. So, but he played his role, Joel. Oh, Joel, that well, was plum, mate. Uh, there's no, there's a bounty on his head for a reason, right? Michael Vaughan was like, 
mate, you should have just given it and let England and let England review it because they had one. Yes, like he was like, "Where's your in-game awareness, Joel?" Yeah, Wilson? yeah, exactly. You should have known. Better take a not. bit of be- take a bit of bench, yeah. Yeah. So obviously we didn't arrive at the end of the game. We don't have any reviews. Uh, Gary Lyon had a case of looking up. You know he, what I mean? Gary like, Gary was taking the bails off before he had the ball. Before in his exactly, hand. it's just like you know you look up at the at the big big Islander who's about to feed you and snap your nose Islander and is you a drop the term. ball. Or like, you know, I'm talking about a big the footy player. Ma- oh, okay. Sorry. So like in footy. In I thought footy, you were trying to call Ben Stokes no, 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 an, no, no, an no, Islander. No, 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 I was like, how dare you? No, no, I'm saying like in footy, right? You know, you, you, you're about to get the footy and you look up and you see this huge bloke about I've to snap it. you in I've half and you, d- you never catch a ball. No. You know, Christian catch a ball. You try and try and brace for impact and then invariably you drop the ball and get cut in half. So he's he's sort of done that. He's looked yeah. up and gone too early. Yeah. And it was there. It was that was for all money. That was mate. It. He was halfway down the pitch. Yeah, that's like, game over. It's game over, mate. It's over. Earn it's done. Game return. Over. See you later. Thanks for coming, Thriller. Right those wrongs from Edge Baston in two thousand five. Yeah. All over. See ya. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Then we get the LB shout, and then we lose. And then we lose. And then it's done. Now, the, I'm I'm not ready to go into the Australian players just yet because their time will come. But you want to talk Benner? I just want to talk Ben for a moment. Got to talk Ben because see that reverse sweep for six, mate. It was some of the most gorgeous cricket. He is six. he is absolutely incredible. Yeah, it pains me to say it was it pains me to say, but he's also not a pomp, right? So it's okay. Yeah, and I have much more of an affinity being in New Zealand to myself to being able to wrap up a New Zealander. Oh yeah, yeah, we now, can wrap him up. Now I'm happy to see him. I'm happy to see him in the, in the Ashes because he's sick. And this, what it's done, Eddie, what this has done, and as much as it, it hurt, and I would have much preferred to have won this thing and earn returns, earn returns, thanks for coming. What it's done is it's it sparked the narrative back up. And this is a five-test series. And I st- I don't obviously, we could still lose this thing and then be broken harder, but there's still tests to win. We only need to win one of them. We only need to win one of them. So I like that this is sp- this is smudge comes back next test if you believe the that he hasn't broken his arm which i which we're hearing we, we hear that he might have broken his arm but i hope to christ to the cricketing gods who haven't been answering our prayers of late well we thought they had and in a cruel way they hadn't they hadn't but so i the, the knock was such and the scenes shout out to uh punters and dribblers hiles and polson who were uh over at headingly sending us footage Repping the uh, baggy green was Hiles. Um, but, I, like, I, it just looks like a wild fucking time over there. It sparked everything back up. This has been this has been a seriously enjoyable series. Oh, mate, it's on for young and old, make no mistake. The only thing that I read that, like, I was, you know, nodding in agreement with, or several, there was just a couple of things, but one I really got me was, like, with the twists and turns that have happened in this series so far, it couldn't be over halfway. And I sort yes. of, I would go right. along with right. that, right? It'd be a bit of a fizzer if it was already we'd won. It wouldn't it have, done. it wouldn't have really added up to what we've already seen. And yeah. I'll agree with that. Yeah, I have concerns, concerns oh, yeah. centering around history again. But yes. history can be broken because well, we've seen well, we it. We just saw Ben do it exactly. Nineteen eighty-one, same thing happened at Headingley. They chased and we got we got beaten apart. We got crushed after that. So let's hopefully avoid that. And then in two thousand five, when we lost by two runs. We went on to lose that series yes, as we well. Did. But there is a shining light, and his name is Smudge 2.0. That's it. Now, I think with someone like the Don 2.0 who lives in Smudge. Don 1.0. Don. It's yeah, Don. There's, there's Don living in Smudge, Smudge 2.0. And Smudge 2.0 also happens to be the son of the Don. The son of the Don in terms of like a holy trinity yes. of... Yes. You've got the gods of cricket. Yeah. Sorry if you just heard that. You've got the cricketing gods... Don, yep. Smudge, yep. Holy Trinity. Exactly. Because the reality is Smudge is in the side we, what we've won already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've already won. But you know what, though? Maybe this is what... Because we talk about narrative, bro. We talk about narrative. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're big on narrative. Yarn. We're big on narrative. Big our, on diet is, our diet is yarn and narrative. Healthy diet of yarn and narrative. Always has been. Now, are we due for, we're due a famous we're win. We're due a famous win here. We're due I can't, narrative when and When was the last time we had famous a famous Amazing win? Adelaide. To, to hang our hat on. Uh, probably Amazing Adelaide. I'd say we've that had, was it. We've had dominant wins. We've had thrashings. Yeah. Five nils, four nilers. But that's but that's that's so but we haven't right. had but we haven't had like back against the wall 
drama, dripping in yarn yeah, and drama, drama narrative. narrative. That's what you want. That's I think, what you really want. like from a sporting standpoint, obviously when the the late great Phil Hughes left us, we went on to get a couple of tons in that test, and then we went on to lift the World Cup later that year. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Sort of like an homage to the, to great, the great man. man. Yeah, this could be our sporting narrative yeah. that you and I have craved on yeah. a subconscious well, level, we, and now I'm now I'm acutely aware yeah. of it. Well, not just crave, but like need it. Literally need it. Yeah. Very much need it. In need of it. Yeah. Because Look, if we don't get it, if we don't get it, Eddie, we're staring at a horrible year outside of Origin and Manly winning the Premiership. It's going to be. Obviously, we got narrative in. Obviously, we got narrative in State of Origin, but it yeah. was short lived. It was very short lived. It's like three games. And we almost fucked that as yeah. well. Yeah, so yeah. that was like, oh, thank God. Thank God. Whereas this could be famous. Biblical. Biblical. Biblical is the right word. Biblical is the right word. Oh yeah. Such as the uh, you know the Christian redemptive reading that one may be able to place on this yeah. if I was to draw upon my English studies from high school, which was only merely a decade and change ago. Yeah. I think what you okay. So let's let's look at what you you possibly do moving forward yeah, to okay. Old Trafford. Yes. In the pursuit of famous wins. Yes. Now. In the pursuit if, of happiness. Yeah. If, if you're going to go off narrative, it's probably going to be a draw at Old Trafford. Yes. If we're, if we're looking for narrative, draw. Probably. Yes. Like, I mean, that's realistically what's going to happen. But obviously, we'll take wins wherever they... I prefer a win. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to... I don't no, want to. No, I don't, I don't want this thing that. to draw on any longer. I'm happy to knock it over. Yeah, yeah. I th- no, that's it's more than enough. Yeah, it's now more than. I've enough. had enough narrative. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to win it. I know we just had a big yarn about a healthy diet of narrative and yarn, but happy, happy to, to you know sort of go hungry on narrative and yarn in place of a win. Well, look, mate. The metric is always wins first, yarn second. <laughs> it's always been the metric. It's always, it's been, always the metric. been the metric. If you're in the business of L's and yarns, then you're in the wrong game, you're in the bro. Wrong business. And you're also probably in a straitjacket in a fucking yeah, mental yeah. home somewhere because no, you're no, a no. sick puppy. We're, we're not in the L's business. No, mate. If you think you're in the L's business, bro, then you need to wake up yeah, to yourself yeah. because no, 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 no. Australia don't do L's. We don't do them. We, we do them, we do them, but we don't, we don't do them. We're not in the business we're not in of the, acquiring no, them. No, no, no. We're not in the business of uh, racking them of, up. No, no. So David Warner obviously hates big totals and big scores. Now he yeah. was better, but if you listen to people that know what they're talking about, and you and I don't, no, we're not X's and O's guys. We're not X's and O's. We obviously know everything. Or most things, but yeah. we don't know what we're talking about as well. Yes. That's also something to be yeah, aware of. Yeah, that's obviously what... We also know nothing. That's important. Yeah. We know everything and we know, and we nothing, know nothing at the same time. We're, om- we're like omnipotent. We're there, we're not there, quantum physics. We're ethereal. We're eth- ethereal. Ethereal. Yes. Yes, not ethereal. We're like a concept more than we are yeah, anything. Yeah. yeah, we're an idea. Yeah, yeah. That also speaks <laughs> to you. What now, we're saying is we know and we don't know. Yeah, and what I don't know, what I know that I don't know is that I don't know where David Warner's at from a technical perspective. Yes. And when you're facing a nut that's nipping about. Yeah, a nippy nut. A nippy, nippy nuts uh, can only be tamed with technique. Yes. If your technique isn't solid, then a nippy nut will fuck you. Yeah, yeah, a nippy nut will bite your dick off. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now, David Warner, apparently, all at sea. All at sea. All at sea. Now, I thought that looking at him, and I was like, David looks all at sea. He here. looks all at sea. He looks all at sea here, David. Looked it, looked into it. What are the what are the what are the the comp uh, the key indicators? What, what are the key indicators for a batsman all yeah, at yeah. sea? <laughs> um, flailing wildly outside off. Yeah. I would say I'd I'm say like, that. brah, this isn't the whacker. No. What are you doing? You got to play late and soft. I thought that was the metric. I thought that was the key to success here. Look at Smudge's doing. He's playing light as fuck and soft. Soft. Delicate. Super soft. Because if he gets one wrong, it's not going to carry. You can't mistreat the nippy nut. No, 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 You've no. got to be soft and delicate. Soft and you got to you got to take it out to, to dinner. To dinner. You've got to be really soft and Eat gentle. You've got to make love. You don't fuck that nut. You make love to it. To the nippy nut. To a nippy nut. Whereas if you had a a, a hard and true nut, yeah, you, you do what you want. Whacker, you do what you want. Yeah, it's yeah. All, it's all. It, you know. It's treat a man, keep a cane. <laughs> at the whacker. <laughs> not in England, bro. Not with that. That's n- not the way those weak palms do it. No, no, You've no, got no, to no. whine <laughs> and dine. <laughs> and caress and, and caress. massage yeah, and, and reassure and third, fourth date stuff. Absolutely. You got to be in the yard for a long time. You got to put in work. Yeah, work. You got to put in work. You can't go out there and just start throwing your piece around. No, no, expecting no, no. to get bloody 
some a positive action. reaction. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You get locked up for that <laughs> in England. Yes. Now, so you should. Yeah, so you should. Absolutely. Because the nippy nut doesn't appreciate that sort of treatment. A, a hard nut is completely up for anything. Yeah, yeah. And is like, just have at me. Yeah, yeah. And is happy to get, you know... Wailed pan- upon. <laughs> happy to get wailed upon for like... six. What, what, what did Gilcrest get? 67? 100 off 67? Oh, nuts? no, that was 50, 50 odd. It was the second fastest Whatever. at the time. See, but that's a hard nut that that's can be That's a hard nut on. that can be wailed upon. <laughs> is our point. You don't see those sort of tons in... Pom England, no. in Pomland, no. where the where the pom resides no, and lives, and where the nippy nut far more uh, uh, prominent, prominent, but also far more in need consequential of some tender loving care. Yes, now so smudge, soft hands, David flailing outside. Yeah, flailing outside. Uh, Marcus Harris, little Marcus. Now Harris. look, Marcus looked as as re- as relaxed as Marcus looked in the change rooms. Very jovial, pretty funny, pretty relaxed sort of guy. Apparently, don't really. I mean. That's all anyone could talk about. How relaxed Marcus was. Well, Maybe I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you he was too relaxed yeah. because yeah. he didn't score any runs for he the nation. Was, no, no, no. Obviously not nervous enough. Maybe the 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 moment hadn't really. Did he not realise where he was playing? Did your old man always say to your nerves are good for you yeah, when you'd be going into like a footy game or an athletics game or something? Nerves are good. Nerves for are you. good. There's there's good nerves. There's bad nerves. But if you're about to come and open for your nation. Then and you got some, in the ashes in the ashes with the, the series on the line, return the urn, and you're not nervous at all, and you're just giggling away. It's like nah, bruh, bruh. Need, you don't know where you are. You don't you don't respect the gravity of this situation <laughs> or the amount of dribblers back home who are up late. Yeah, who are more nervous than you. It would seem. Yeah, well, I was. I certainly was. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. Ring tightened. We've been there. Marcus, mate, switch on. Get nervous. Get nervous. Get interested. <laughs> get interested do in the ashes. Do you care mate. about this thing? Are you even? Do you give a shit? Get, mate. If you're not interested about returning the urn to the nation, then we need to find someone who is. Because and it doesn't seem like it's bankrupt either. So that's really unfortunate. If yeah, you yeah. don't, Marcus. We would have really done with someone who was fucking. Look, I look. I keen. Oh yeah. Because I mean, if 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 you come out nervous and fail, then at least we'll now know that you're not up to it. But I want to see you apply yourself. Yes. At the very least. Yes. I think that's fair. I don't I think, think the nation knows that. Ask. Because I'll give you the hot tip. You failed. Yeah. And that equaled a loss. That equaled a loss. You're, you're not the only one. You're not the only no, one guilty. No, no, no. Don't worry. You just, you just you open the batting. So obviously you're first cab off the rank. Yeah, yeah. But so. you get another chance because Bancroft failed twice already. So I just we've got a second test for you to really sort of sharpen up. Yeah. Sharpen yeah. up. Yeah, Little yeah. Marcus Harris. Get interested. Because, you, I mean, you can bat. You can bat when you want to bat. I've seen you bat, Little Marcus. But we need more. We need much more. Now, Kawaja. That you, I'm, I'm done with you, bruh. Bruh. I'm done. Bruh. And with all due respect, you've scored some tons for the nation, but I'm done. With all due respect, Kawaja, you know, you, you complain when we don't take you overseas and say that, you know, you've scored runs in Australia and that should equal a, a plane ticket. And I can see how that argument makes sense. But then when we do it... And you fail. Not just fail. Do nothing. Fail. Just... But, Failure. But you're batting three, bruh. With a Don batted, mate. Punter. You know? Yeah. So I can't... I Where can't, the punter reigned. I can't stomach you... Batting at three and shitting the bed. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't work for me. That's not how. That's not how I select my teams based on bed shitters. I, well, you know what? I do select my teams based on bed shitters. You're one of them. Now it's time to go. Yeah, yeah. but but also, why would you pick a bed shitter at three? Of all the places to put someone prone to a bed shit, yeah, three doesn't seem like the place. That's where that's prime. That's REM sleep. That's where you do most of your sleeping at three. And if you're I, shitting while you're sleeping, I was always under the oppression impression, right? And I was for many years. And I think that was nurtured by the great punter mm. and those forearms that glistened in the yeah, sun and the hair that you know, and the way he pulled off his chin. Punters are merity. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here, but the only other part of uh, it's like a nationally protected forest in the country. So it's like all of Tasmanian forest, and then I think Ricky's arms. Yeah, Ricky's fall under arms. The World Heritage listed. Oh, they're World Heritage listed. Oh yeah. Oh, you better believe Australian it. Australian rainforest. Oh, you better believe it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like the Amazon's burning. We better not. We better make sure Ricky's if we arms. Lose, if, if we, we lose, lose Ricky's arms, then we're in desperate trouble. The country's in real trouble. Leonardo's going to be made. Half of our oxygen is produced in those arms. That's what baby. I mean. Right. That's it. So make no mistake. Make no mistake. Those arms are the most important 
arms in the country. But what I'm trying to say is for, for, for all my life, basically, I was under the impression that th- the first drop, number three, was where the alphas roamed. Yeah. That was my impression. Yeah. It has since changed because they don't want to risk smudge at three because our openers don't know how to swallow nut anymore. Yes. Really? One, two, three. Alphas galore mm. is how I was raised. <laughs> JL, Hados, Punter. Alphas galore, right? Yeah, yeah. So then to now have- Top of the order was where the alphas yeah, run. to now yeah. have three soft boys- mm. Oh not, yeah, not cut out for it. Well, two soft boys and a and a cheat. Well, which I mean, there are three, there are two cheats. Oh, sorry, you're right. Do you know what I mean? Marcus Harris. So yeah, so we've got two soft boys and a cheat, which is not a great. That sounds like a '90s sitcom. And <laughs> <laughs> it is not what we need right now. It's kind of it's kind of depressing. And do we have solutions, Eddie? Maybe not necessarily. I. I I'll tell you what we do have. We ha- we've, we've unearthed a gem. We've unearthed a gem. We've unearthed a gem and we have a, and we have a, a great coming back. A gra- well, you know, the greatest since. Yes. We have the second greatest of all time come, about to come back. The second coming. So in many, in, in some respects, in some respects, the nation may have been, it's like a sort of a silver lining in what has been a dreadful test match really, mm. is that we've unearthed little Marcus. No. Marcus, love Marcus, a shug name. Yes. That is probably the, the that is the only silver lining. Because Marnus Labashagne, I'll give you the hot tip, punters, dribblers, is dripping in alpha male. Oh, he's a throbbing little yeah, Christian yeah. boy. Yeah, yeah. He he's is, a, he's he's hot. He throbs for the Lord, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. Not the Lord not not the God of cricket, Jesus Christ himself. Yeah, yeah. And that's Marnus, fine. Hey, that's cool, man. As long as you're scoring runs. If you score runs, I don't give a shit what you do. Now don't prescribe to it personally, but that's all right. That's what Australia's about. Yeah. It's about doing what you want. Yeah, not being for loud, but you know, doing what you want, and if and if you play well, then then Lubber Shags can you know can can pray as much as he feels is appropriate, so long as he is scoring bulk runs for his country. Now there were some issues around conversion, sure, but you know what? This is like his fourth test. So if you Joe Root levels of conversion, then we got problems. Then yep. we start looking at solutions. I'm just saying, if I'm nitpicking, and I'm talking to the team holistically, which I am, yes. I'm saying loved it. Loved it. But Loved it, but need a fraction more. From need you. a little bit more from you. Let's let's convert. Let's convert. Is that three fifties in three innings? Yes, it is. So that's fine. Let's just let's, let's just, go on with it. Let's now. go on with it now. Let's 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 go on for something big. Let's let's cash in. So now, Manus, I just Ma- want to can, quickly. Can Manus bat at three? I think he can. And do I know this for any reason, Eddie? No, but I think he can. He looks like he could. He looks like he's got the temperament to bat at three. Yeah, yeah. I reckon he reeks of a three. Yeah. Don't yeah. you? Yes. I think he could do it. Now, Kawaja, you're off. Kawaja's, I think, got to go. I think he's got to go. I'm removing him from the side. Yeah. Because I give you the hot tip. I will give you the hot tip. We can't go into the next test with the same team because there'll be some demons in there. That's and we, it, right? we need yeah. to mix this fucker up. Yeah. And I think that from where I'm sitting, Kawaja, too many demons, too many failures, too many too many L's. Too much baggage. Too much baggage. He's got to go, I think. So Kawaja's gone in our mind, and yep. we're going to put Labashagne in there? Why not? Why not? Then we're going to have Smudge at four. four, obviously. Sure, of course. Now, Matthew Head has got a 50 this series. Travis. Sorry, Travis. Has got a 50, but otherwise... He Liked him at Edge Baston. And now have gone off him. Yeah, I've gone off him. I've gone off him big time. And then Matty Wade has got a hundred, but now I'm off him. But like he's got a hundred, so, so he's got it in to, him. Yeah, and he's he's not far away from his last hundred. It was really so like you can see that you can't drop him. I don't. No, God no, God no, you can't drop him. And I don't know who you drop for head, so I feel like you just stick with them. It's really just sort of Kawaja that goes. Is it, there another batsman we should be bringing in? I can't think off the top of my head. I don't think so. People um, are calling for Payne to get dropped. Now, I don't know if that's a little bit too Look, hectic, look, look, look. Because he's the captain. But, yeah, yeah. You know, what do you do? But yeah, but what do you... Okay, well, so what? And then play Wade as, key, as no, keeper. No, they're bringing Carey. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, because it's gone to the days of batsman keeper because Gilchrist no longer plays the game. It's yes. now keeper batsman. Keeper first. So you need to make all your catches, all yes. of them. If Carey can make all of the catches that Payne's making and score more runs, then you start to ask yourself, is your time up? 
to remove the skipper mid-series, I don't think sends a good. Si- <laughs> I think that sends a horrible I signal. Think, I don't think, and I think I think if you do that, you are it's bad karma. It's such bad karma, bro. Yeah. You are get. We'll lose. We'll, we'll get lose. pumped in both next yeah. tests. Yeah, no, the no, morale no, 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 no. will drop. From no, no, the floor. no, 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 no. We can't do that. No, Payne's got to stay. But Payne's had a shocker, and he knows it. Yeah. He made all his catches, sure, but he has scored no runs and his captaincy has been questionable, in my opinion. Says all the right things in the presses, but bruh, when they've got to get 76 runs and they've got nine, one wicket in but the... But I guess we're allowed... He's allowed, a, he's allowed a bed shit in the sense that, no, he hasn't scored any runs, but he's taken all his catches, but his tactics when trying to remove Stokes were horrendous. Yeah. Don't do it again. Don't do it again. We need you to... I think we need to not... It's not panic stations yet, even though the last half an hour of this podcast may suggest otherwise. But I don't think it's panic stations just yet. But it is time to... Well, look, look. Tighten it, up. It's it's time to tighten up. It's That's time what to we're tighten saying. up. Usman is going to get dropped. Lava Shag's up to... Three. Three. Now, I think that with our bowling stocks, it's going to be time for a double change. Siddle back, like Siddle's work in the first Siddle couple. Siddle was economic. That's what we like. Bowled uh, a nice tidy line, put him under the pump. I mean, does does uh does Stark get a run? I think Starkey might come in uh, from again and just bounce him. What I heard was that these last two pitches are Stark friendly and potentially just going to come in and bounce these motherfuckers out of Sunday. Like that. Cuz I've been bounced out of a Sunday before punished dribblers. As you know, yes. and it ain't pretty. No. And it doesn't make for good reading. No. And it's low moment stuff. Yeah. And it's, and that's what we need to deliver to the Poms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we've yeah. had it done to us. Eddie, you've personally had it done to you. Yes, I have. So I know what I'm talking about. You know, you're speaking from experience. Yeah, I'm speaking for Smudge, yeah. who was bounced out also. So Cummins stays, Hazelwood stays. Siddle. Oh, and no. That's the tough oh, one, right? Because you can't get rid of Hazelwood. you got nine wickets. I'd say you probably go with Stark. And then and- drop Pattinson and then keep Lyon. Sure. So just one bowling. So yeah, two, yeah, changes. Yeah, 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 two changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two changes. Two changes. Give Starky a run. Sidzy, maybe. But. Look, JL. I they put, could even rest Cummins. JL, I, I put full faith in you, my friend. Yeah. And he's got a he's got a he's got a selection table of alpha males around him. Serious and I and I males. trust them to make the right decision. Yeah. Okay. Ruthless I do. alphas. I reckon they'll get the job done. So far, the selections have been pretty rock solid. Yep. It's not their fault that people are weak yes. and that they haven't scored runs and what stepped up for the nation. You can't help it if you if you you know these people you're picking. Your best options are weak as piss. But I will say this: it's been a very very tough day uh, to be in Australian. It's been tough. There has been very little chatter in my parts of the world. Like. Not everyone's sort of just like, just it's, it's almost it's Monday, almost too yeah it's yeah. almost too painful to bring up. It's sort of been whispered in in yeah, dark, dark corners, corners a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. and I are probably the first Australians in the nation to potentially to thrash it. it out. Yeah, I'm not ruling that out. I think Tuesday when the sun rises once more, we might start to heal yes. collectively. Well, you just start like to, after you, a big you weekend, to, you start yeah. to heal towards... Monday's always the hardest day. Always the hardest day. Now, there's, make no mistake about it. This result made Monday today the worst day. It's the worst Monday. A- and it was ever. raining if you lived raining. in Sydney. If you live in Sydney, it was wet. Uh, if you're a Raiders fan, you just lost. Mm. Uh, and if you're an Australian Test Cricket fan, you just got your heart broken. Well, no, it just if you're an Australian. Well, if you're an Australian, yeah, but, you know. Particularly if you're a Test Cricket fan. I will say this, though. I will say this. Test cricket is alive and well. It's alive and well, Eddie. The greatest game of all. The greatest game of all. The greatest game of all. Mankind's greatest invention. Now, before we finish cricket, before we put a bow on this, feels good to to, to thrash it out, doesn't it? I actually feel much better. I feel way better about it. And I feel very, very confident of a famous Australian winner. Same. You know what? Sometimes your problems are never as bad as you think they are if you talk. Yeah. And this is is across the board, punters, dribblers, in life. Oh, yeah. This is life lesson stuff. This is life lesson stuff. I think if you got a problem, thrash it out. Find someone to just sit down with. And thrash it it out. out. From every angle. Yeah. And then do it in one more loop. And then drop Kawaja. And then drop Kawaja and look to, to bring in maybe Stark or Siddle. But, you, you know, look to make changes. Identify yep. the problems in your life. Yep. See where you're going wrong. Yep. Thrash it out. Yep. 
and then look to make changes to better yourself. And the nation. And the nation. Just quickly, I'm not going to give him too much praise because obviously the loss was such that uh, it sort of got it got, it got you know swept up in all of the sadness. But Nathan Lyon now third all-time on the wicket-taking list for Australia. He's now overtaking Dennis Lilly. Congratulations, Nath. Obviously, this would be a ticker tape parade episode were it not for the fact that we have shit the bed. The GOAT deserved that moment. He deserved a ticker tape parade. But he deserved, he deserved to remove the bales. Yes. Or even more than that was deserved to get that LB shout. Because, look, he missed the, he missed the stumping or the run out, rather. He then could have redeemed, redeemed himself, himself with a great nut. So it was the LB after the stumping? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been nice. No. So he was, yeah. He was, he was robbed. But now third all time. Shout out to you, bro. Be soon, obviously. Well... Not well, yet. not yet. Though. Not yet. Pending. Not yet. Pending. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. pending. Beers are pending, bro. I'm sorry. That's I'm just, sorry. I hate to do it. I hate to do it. You're yeah. third all time. You're a you're a, you're a, you're a beers always operator. Operator. But right now, in the current climate, it's a beers pending. It's seriously beers pending for you, bro. Now, I didn't want to uh, also go before saying this about the cricket. Uh, to Tim Payne, who we've decided to give a stay of execution, he's allowed is allowed to captain continue, to continue captaining, but only because to do otherwise, I think, would have detrimental effects on yeah, the overall. It'd have very nasty ramifications, irrevocable damage. Correct. But we are doing an extra large batch of whites, Tim. If you need, we're not just doing cricket whites; we're doing bed sheets because it seems like you need them. Mm. So we're doing a load. Mm. Happy to help out. Obviously, we're always going to be harsh with that criticism, but we're also going to offer a hand. Because we know that at the moment, you're in a low spot. Yes. And I mean, you'd have, you'd have to be a fool not to recognize that. Said all the right things in the press. Had to. Put on a brave face, yeah. like the way you addressed it, attacked it. Like a man. But we all know that there's some whites that need to be done. There's and some, some sheets that need to be cleaned. some sheets that are just absolutely stinking. Yeah. And... We're going to swallow our anger yep. and our frustration yep. and our dismay mm-hmm. and our embarrassment. Yep. And we're going to get on with the with the job of washing the whites. And I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to toil in there. I'm happy to get the stain remover out there and get to work with a with a you know a nail brush. I'm happy to do all that. I'm happy to play my role as long as you're happy to play yours. That's it. And your not, role is to win the yeah, Ashes for the nation. Don't expect this washing comes without like we we want something in return. Mate, this, this isn't just we're just washing for washing's sake. No, no, no. We're not a laundromat here. This is this is time out of our day no. to go down, collect the whites, take them down to a an industrial sized this uh, is no ch- laundry. This isn't a charity, mate. This no. is the, this is just to help you be the best version of yourself. That's it. No one wants to. We're gonna we're giving you a couple of nights to sleep in those sheets because that's what you deserve. Yeah. You're lucky there's ten days. You're lucky there's ten days because we're gonna give you a couple of nights in those sheets. Three. Three nights. I think that's fair. I think that is an ample punishment. We're going to get down there. We're going to we're going to come through, clean them out, rinse them, wash them thoroughly, machine wash, fabric softener, the, the whole nine, and then we'll do the whites obviously as well. But we just need you to win. Win. <laughs> that's all. It's pretty simple. It's pretty. It's right there. There's no ambiguity around what we're asking. No, no, no. For. We're we'll telling the you. Sheets, we're you telling you to your face. So obviously we know that you and the boys usually play this podcast on the UE Booms in the change room. Yeah. Just know that what we're asking is or offering rather. Demanding. Is, we'll scratch your back, bruh. But you scratch the nations. You have to scratch the nations. Because we got itchy backs. All right, Punish Dribbles. The podcast this week is brought to you by our darling friends at Bareback Biltong. Uh obviously longtime supporters of the podcast. If you haven't tried it yet, then, I mean, there's some level of disrespect there that you're obviously not taking our words seriously if you haven't tried it yet. Because the the biltong is true, it's honest, it's brilliant. There's plenty of punters and dribblers that have. That have. And none of them, none of them are disappointed. In fact, quite the opposite. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. They're enthralled. Yes. It is the protein of the punter and of the dribbler. Yeah. Okay, if you're a dribbler or a punter or a throbber, yeah, and you ain't getting your protein in every week, then I'd be surprised if you haven't blown away, bro. Well, absolutely, yeah. In a, on a, in a light breeze, yeah, light breeze, not a stiff one. No, 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 a light breeze. You're a light breeze sort of guy. You're a light breeze sort of guy. Where just the wind just needs to whip up ever so gently, and yeah. you're 
are stuck in a tree somewhere. <laughs> it's as much a hazard as anything Mate, else. How, and how embarrassing for you. Yeah. Now with your new work friends after you got your first new job and you've just blown away. <laughs> Imagine that, mate. You got your big new corporate job. Think you're the coolest <laughs> you're, kid in town. You, you got, got your, your new, new RMs on, on, mate. You got your new boots on. Tucked your shirt in. Yeah, little fucking, little bloody spring breeze around the corner and off you go. You just blow away into the distance. Never to be seen again because you didn't have your, your protein, mate. What are you doing? What are you doing? Well, look, we're here to tell you that now it's actually a little easier. We've tried to sweeten the deal for the punter and the dribbler. We, and no, the no, dribbler. no. We demanded one. Well, that's true. We demanded a sweeter deal. Now, uh, deal sweetener. Discount code en route. Hello Sports first discount code. You go to the online store, I'm assuming, www.barebackbiltong.com.au. Correct. And enter in the promo code Hello Sport. Now, I believe that's with a capital H and a capital S. That is how it has been presented to me. Dior, where the capitals are necessary. <laughs> <laughs> that's not our job. That's not. We hey. got it sent with, with capitals. So if you if your shift's not working or your caps lock fell off, then... Get a new computer, dude. Yeah. If you need build Buy a new computer. You buy a new computer and then go get it. Now, what does that get them? The uh, punter and the dribbler. It gets them a discount. Of which we're not on. sure. Yeah. Well, no. The, the amount of the discount is, I mean, not apparent to me. So, <laughs> and look, a, discount, a discount's a discount. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say it's probably like between, you know, 5 and 100% off. It's certainly between 5 and 100 yeah. You're gonna to have to find out D or what that what the saving is. Yeah. But there's only one way to find out. Put in the bloody Hellish World promo code. And click proceed or yeah. buy. Buy. Or however it works. We actually just get sent ours. <laughs> and you can get that at www.barebackbiltong.com.au. Don't forget the dot au. Don't blow away in a breeze. Alright. So now that we've had some time to calm down, we've gone, we went and took a break. Yep. Had a breather. Yep. That cricket chat was immense and it took a bit out of us. But now we're back and we're about to talk a bit of God's winter game, rugby league. Funny that we're experiencing right now God's winter game and summer game running concurrently. Mm. Doesn't often happen. Doesn't often happen. But Throws it, you out a little bit. When it does, it's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. It's, uh, it's like when all the planets line up. Yeah. It's um, exactly what it's like. Not sure what that's called, the uh, astrological term for that, Eddie. Maybe just planets lining planet up. Planet unity. Planet unity, planet alignment, planetary alignment? Yeah. Whatever. Nathan Brown's been sacked from the uh, Newcastle Knights. Now, yeah. you and I have... Thought he walked away. Well, well. Lol. Yeah, lol. We've documented for uh, the last couple of years, the Knights, obviously they had a mortgage on the spoon for a mm. couple of years. They loved it. They were the spoon wardens. Spoon wardens. Now, Nate came in, rebuilt him, got rid of some some you know some dead wood, if if you can say that. Yeah. Um, and then built the club up, got in some throbbers, got your pongers, your pierces, your uh, your clemmers of the world, Tim Glasby to a lesser extent, but still an origin throbber. Uh, they didn't do as well as many people probably hoped this year, but I don't think they did that badly. Like they've done all right, certainly from Spoon Wardens of the North. That was still an eight shout before they got absolutely and utterly pumped by on the, the weekends by the Tigers, which is as embarrassing as it seems. I'd say if it was a, if it was the Roosters they got pumped by, no one would be this upset. But if you're getting pumped by the Tigers, well, I think it was just the context, right? And Joey rightly came out being like, "You've literally just destroyed our chances at yeah. you at know just you know trying to have a get into the finals, have a bit of a run." They did this last year. Remember when... Well, I thought the Panthers did this last they, year. Exactly what they did last year. When they got it's rid exactly of Griffin they as they were coming year. in and then, you know, they just sort of went out. They might have made the finals, but they just... they just they, they, yeah, they, they, Why you wouldn't wait to get rid of... Firstly, I don't think Nathan Brown, you should have got rid of him, really. Again, there's, pro there's clearly some shit going on at the club, but, like, why you wouldn't just wait until the season's over? Mate, it makes no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. Why you would do it when you had a must-win game against the Tigers that you had to win... That's the definition of must win. Yes. Having to win. You know, to make the finals, which is what, you know, that's first and foremost what you're trying to do each year when you yes. set out, right, is to yes. make the finals, you would think. Why you do it then makes no fucking sense. And again, no awareness. No, no spatial rugby league NRL awareness. Season now? Season now, gone out the window. Fuck all season now. Can't understand why, but... 
obviously something's happened behind closed doors that we're maybe not privy to. Well, the the, the thing because that's out, it seems to me like he's lost the dressing room. The report that's cut, that I've that that's been reported. It's not. It's not. A, this isn't careless whispers. A reported a, report. A reported report is that there's an assistant coach or a conditioning coach, former NRL player himself, but a relative nobody. I think 29 games. Can't remember his name. Dior the name, but it's a weird name. It's a name where you go, oh, okay, of course I don't remember you because. I would remember that name if you were a memorable rugby league player. But yeah. mm. So he was the uh, strength and conditioning or something. Maybe it was recruitment. Again, Dior that. But he apparently has been doing a bit of, and this is all alleged punters, dribblers. I think Joey mentioned it. Well, that he'd been doing a bit of white-handing of Nathan Brown. Got in a couple of people's ears. I think he's very close with the CEO of the conglomerate that owns Newcastle West's group or whatever it is. Yep. Got in his ear, sort of was like, Nathan's not the man for the job. Think maybe got in the ear of a couple of your more influential players down there at Newcastle. Really? Um, yeah. Because Joey came out and... Called it sabotage. Yeah. Called it how he saw Called it. Called it how he saw it. And if the eighth sees sabotage... The eighth knows sabotage when he sees it, when yes. he hears it, when he smells it. I well, mean, he's got he's got heightened senses. The eighth, such he's got heightened rugby league senses. Yeah, yeah. he knows he, he knows white anning when he when he sees it when because he, sees he was unwhite antable. Yes, you could do you because like, he was just impervious to being white antable yeah, because yeah. he was Joey. So it was like, well, yeah, do what you do what you want here, bro. <laughs> I'm the eighth immortal, or yeah. I'm at least on that trajectory when he was playing. So he he, he knows what it looks like, but he's obviously not able to be white. He can't get got, but he's seen it. Called it sabotage. Called it for what it is, sabotage. And he's like, mate, where's the CEO of this club? Where He hasn't even come out and said anything about it. He hasn't said anything. And, and Nathan, Didn't hold a single press conference. No, Nathan Brown, to his uh, like sort of credit, sort of front of the media, was still very like uh, humble and, you know, da-da-da-da-da. Um, class. Class. But apparently Nathan Brown went to the head of uh, the Knights, Phil, Phil someone, Phil something, whatever. Dior. Dior. And was like, it's me or this guy. I can't have this, this train white anna undermining me, white anning me, and you know, uh, weakening the foundations of what I'm trying to build. And they're like, all right, bro, see ya. Fair income. Yeah. See, like, again, from where I'm sitting, that doesn't make sense, does no, it? You know doesn't. what I mean? What your head coach over? You're picking a train over a head coach. Yeah. Who you knows a a, a nosy little white anna. But he see he he got his claws into certain parts of the the club that like. But how does a makers. trainer get their claws in? Well, Who is this man? Befriending them, you know, like oh yeah, we're mates now. You know, if I've got the ear to the king, I can start filling the king. The I understand that. With... I understand that, but he's obviously very slippery. Oh yeah. And whispers slippery things. Shades of a snake oil salesman. Yeah, yeah. I think he's definitely got snake oil salesman in him. If yep. if if what I'm hearing is correct. Yes. Then that reeks of snake oil salesman. Now, reeks of him. Long ca- lost brother. Who knows? Who knows? We, yeah, we can't. We can't be sure. But certainly in the trade, he's in the trade of snake. Oh, oil. they're in the trade. Yeah. Now, Kalen Ponger has come under fire from some legends of the game since this, Edward. Yes. Namely, one Peter Sterling and Brad Freddie Fitler. So Ponger, when he was interviewed after Nathan Brown's announcement, they go, "Mate, uh, you know Nathan Brown. He's uh, he stood down or whatever their way they're trying to spin it." And Ponger was they're like, "How are you feeling?" And he's like, "Oh, mate, I was getting a." Strawberry thick shake when the announcement was made, so I'm not too sad at all. Now, but like, is is Kalen just guilty of saying something bit a bit weird? Possibly, right? Just like Freddie was guilty of saying when they picked Maloney. What did he make that comment? Yeah, but that like, wasn't oh, that who's that one? There was no one else. But that was like that Freddie one is, is is pales in comparison, I think. But with the Ponga thing, sure, I I would think that more than likely it's that he was said something stupid. Because you wouldn't think that someone would be so intentionally disrespectful. But it was disrespectful nonetheless. This man's got you over to, uh, and Freddie sort of said as much, this man's got you uh, over to Newcastle. He's basically in the was in the process of lining you up some astronomical deal of like one and a half million dollars a season. Which just makes no sense. Like it's... It's the salary much. cap's not big enough. It's too hectic for that amount, but still, he's a million dollars yeah. a season. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. But, but another another 500 yeah, is pretty outrageous. But, but they were going to, they're doing all this for you, and you couldn't even just be like, yeah, look, I really appreciate his time. Sorry to see him go. Da, da, da. Like, there was just no sort of like. Oh, I get that for sure. Pro yeah. brownie rhetoric. It was like, let's just be a little bit nice here, unless there's been some huge falling out, but still, like. 
But it, it, but it's see the thing is, it doesn't even reek of falling out. It, it reeks of we just weird, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. It doesn't make sense. Like there was, it doesn't feel like there's malice in it. It feels like you've just got it wrong, mate. Yeah, you know what I mean. Were yeah. you trying to be funny? Like were you trying to just you know not buy into the bullshit? You didn't want to be like a part don't of give it. Give the media what they want. Whatever. whatever. Like I don't know who no. said don't talk about it. Maybe someone said that behind the closed doors. Who knows, right? But Kalen doesn't strike me as a bloke who. Is prepared to openly take the piss and... He doesn't strike me as a dickhead. No. But he's been disrespectful here. Yeah, he has been, but... May have been unintentional. Yeah, which is a lot better than being a dickhead. Yes. Because, oh, of course, because... You know. Anyway, so... If, he's, if he is really putting that, that strawberry thick over the hand that fed him for three years or two years, then... That's not bruh. cool. That's not nice. Bruh. That's not nice. Bruh. Anyway, that's... uh. Interesting though, who's going to go there? Some guy I think called Adam O'Brien, who's an assistant at Newcastle. So it's not even like they had some beast of a coach lined up. They wanted, they just, they just didn't like Brownie and what he was doing. Imagine if Kevy was like, "Yeah, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually interested in that in a coaching role." Yeah, now I'm interested. Well, it wasn't when the Titans were going. No, no, of course not. Of course I don't not. think Kevy will get a coaching role in the NRL ever. No. Don't I, he- I don't think he'll be a career coach in the NRL ever. If he gets a club. I think it'll be over quickly. Heard it here first, punters dribbler. That's all I'm saying. I don't know why. Why do I know that? Why do I think that? Don't know. Do you hear whispers? I hear whispers. <laughs> I hear whispers, but I mean, like, I hear whispers about coaching. Yeah. 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 I know so what I've heard, yeah, you get what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I know. What you're I hear whispers that he's not that good. Yeah, yeah. I hear, I hear what you're saying. It's more of a man manager. Like, even that, I think he's just a like a, a, a just like a legend, legend. Like just a, a legend, a really good guy, just a legend. But as far as a coach goes, yeah, yeah, because that's the thing as well that people forget, right? Is that origin more than anything is can be, you know, just the, the management of men. getting the best out of your players, right? Yes. That's what they reckon Mao was just just a phenomenal man operator. Tell you what, I've heard Mal's not a good coach. That's exactly what I'm saying. Apparently X's and O's, like NRL standard, shit out. Yeah. Just a legend who got the best out of the boys. Boyed yeah. the boys. Boyed the boys. Boyed the boys to greatness. But also like knew how to bring people in that were going to make the team better. Like Checker. Yes. Well, no. No, but apparently that's what Checker does. Yeah, Doesn't know. Not good. What? The Wallabies aren't good. But like he won the Super Rugby title, bro. Oh, okay, right. Sorry, gotcha. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I apparently he just, he's a, he's a, he gets the best out of the boys, boys the boys, and boys then brings the in technically people sound. that are technically sound. Yeah. Brings in technicians. Yes. Anyway, that's that's that uh, we've gone off topic there, but that is <laughs> When do we not go yes. off topic, Tom? <laughs> that was some other stuff for yeah. you. Look, if you are interested in other stuff, then you just got something. You just there. got it. And that was all whisper related yarn. So, you know, things we're hearing, whispers on the wind. Sometimes you see as a breeze blows, you just hear that yeah, and it's it's just about how you interpret it. That's it. Mal's not really a coach, more a manager of men. <laughs> Things like that. Like, that's on the breeze. That's on the breeze. Tom and I have heightened senses. We pick up the rugby league yarns as they travel on the winds. Kevin Walter's not an NRL standard coach, but more of a wonderful guy. Who is also a club legend. Club legend, NRL legend, great blow. Won the Prem. That sort of shit. Yeah. You, you never know where that comes from, right? Whispers don't know, don't often have origins. They don't. <laughs> uh, before we go, should also mention... Um, that Manly are firmly entrenched. Manly firmly entrenched in the top four, deeply entrenched. Uh, oh, I knew that they would beat Canberra in Canberra, yes. which makes it now a win against Melbourne in Melbourne and a win against Canberra in Canberra. When we do Melbourne at home this weekend, punters, dribblers, I think that we should be premiership favourite with the bookies. If we're not, we've been robbed and it's value. But I also prefer, I prefer such as the, if you think about the the years where we've dominated before, uh, Des has always had us below the radar. So I don't mind if we're not, you know what, if we're not bookies favourites, load up because we'll win it. Yeah, oh, no, but I'm saying they should be. But if they we're won't not. be. Of course they won't be. Load up, we'll win it. Load up. Obviously, Smudges. Do we we had a check? He's out. Smudges double ton. I was out at Lords, but he got injured. He got injured. We couldn't help that. Jo- he got Joffrey. Were there were refunds. Should have been. Yeah, there should have been. But he got bounced out of Sunday. What do you want me to do? Uh we will have more 
Ash's bets for you, punters, dribblers, yes. in the fullness of time. Yes. By fullness of time, I mean next week. Next week. Uh, and you know what? You might see uh, you might see one or two of us uh, knocking around Brookvale Oval on the hill next Saturday night to watch Manly smother the storm with a pillow <laughs> as they sleep. As they sleep their way out of premiership contention. Yes. Um, so keep an eye out for... Eddie will be uh, posting all of his social media details and a GPS uh, sort of tracker about where you are so they can come find you. If you want to come have a look, yeah, come have a beer. Yeah. But bring me a beer. Yeah, yeah, bring us beers. Yeah, otherwise you can kindly leave. Yeah, don't come without a beer. Don't come without a cold beer that's full for me. Yes, and me if I'm there as well. Sure. Both of us. Both of us. Two beers minimum. Uh, looks like, Eddie, I'm not going to say so because we don't have it here with us, but it looks like our Hello Sport 11 is filled. It does. It does look like that. But we can't, we can't confirm 100% any. confirm that. Because the jerseys may have arrived, but they may not have. we don't have them. We'll know by next week. So next podcast, if... They're at the post office, supposedly. But we may open them to find... That they aren't. That could be anything. It could there. be anything. Could be anything. Snake oil. Could be... <laughs> well, what I will say, if you are listening to this and you are part of the Hello Sport 11... Uh, to those members, going to need a headshot of you wearing your baggy green. In front of a white wall, preferably, don't want different coloured walls. So get you in front of a white wall, head, sh- shoulders up. Shoulders up. Shoulders up. Nipples up. Nipples up. And top optional. Up to you. Yeah. If you're feeling bold, which you obviously are because you've got a, a bay green on, yeah. then you can absolutely go nips up. You can go nips up. You can go nips showing. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. Uh, but it is important that we get those photos because obviously we're going to need a team photo of the Hello Sport 11. And if you don't get that to us, then we're fucked. So that'll all be revealed next week. Um, I think because of the nature of this podcast, Eddie, um, dribbler dribbles, we're going to have to leave for a week. Look, when you, when, you, when you bust out 50 minutes of test cricket... Yarn and narrative yeah. and chatter yeah. with a few whispers of the wind in there and some rugby league. I think you've got to just look yourself in the mirror and go, I put in a good knock today. Yeah. It's, it's time to, to, it's, to rest it's up. It's time to rest up. Put the feet up. Hurt. Because we, we got straight into the cricket, I am playing very un, uh, unwell. I'm hurt. I know you are. I'm, I, I bounced myself out of Monday. Which is bold. But I had to play. Had to play. So, I, you know what I mean? That's the problem. I bounced myself out, but I couldn't he actually. He came back. I couldn't be bounced out. He came back. Testament to my family and myself and a credit to myself, obviously. But it's been a tough one today. You have done remarkably well. I've done very well. You've done remarkably I well. I feel sick. I'm full. You know, and sometimes you eat food and it doesn't digest. Like and if you, you have too of, much of it, I think so. which is what, daily for you? Well, it's, sometimes it is. Certainly on a hungover day. Yeah. But I had some char-grilled charlies with some chips and gravy, right? Good. Good for you. See, that's that's the... And I had lasagna for breakfast, which is weird, but it was there. And I didn't feel like cooking. You know, you get home yeah, from work, I get it. there's some lasagna. Yeah, I get, it. I I get it. it. Then... But the hot chips with gravy. Hot chips and gravy for afternoon tea. The Chargul Charlie's, it's, is it still as watery as I remember? It's phenomenal. Is it still watery gravy? Yeah. Yeah, see, like, I'm more of a tar man. By tar, I mean Plumer Road. It comes... You thick as fuck. Thick as fuck. I'm like, a thick like man. Like sm- slow-moving lava down a hill. Like you could tar a road. Yes. I'm with you there, but I'm certainly not against the... the, the, the what? I'm not anti-gravy, bro. The more bro. soluble gravy. I'm not anti-gravy, but what I'm saying is when it comes to gravies, I know them. And I'm telling you right now, the best gravy in your area... Is Plumer Road. Is Plumer Road. I haven't been there for a while. They do deliver Roo. I mean, and Uber Eats. Get fucked. But it is expensive, which is always... Like a bit of a turn off for me. It's a bit. It's a bit. It's a bit hectic. It's like forty bucks for a burger. Fourteen. Yeah, but a medium chips <laughs> is like a family size. So, so you're getting value for money. So there. then it starts to come into its own because you can get a medium chips with gravy for four dollars fifty, and you're like, that was definitely a family size, but it's not. It's, it's a, a medium. It's a medium. So if you got a large chips, right? Which would be like two families, essentially, and a gravy for maybe like 15 bucks. I think you're laughing there. And you just sit there and you get a fork and you just dip. 
baby. Fork on chips. Fork and chips is the best way to do it. 100%. Otherwise, you get hot gravy over your fingers. fingers. They get third degree burns. (laughs) You're up in the fucking hospital after bloody five minutes if you're not careful. I couldn't agree. Steph was trying to feed me chips in the car, right? Because obviously we were driving after picking it up. And as she's picking them up, she's giving me like these these limp chips. No. And, And like... Putting them to my face and the gravy, gravy's going everywhere, and it's as hot as the sun. So I'm trying to drive. My lips are melting, and she's just poking my face with chips. I'm like, we need to wait, no. get home. I would have pulled over and found a parking <laughs> <from> bench. <laughs> well, no, because we needed a fork, so of we need to course. get home, get him into a bowl, calm down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So just sort of get get you get settled. Get a fork, yeah. and then hook in for the nation. But I also had a roast and chicken roll because you have to if you yeah. go into Chagrin. I would also I will also say this just so the punter and the dribbler are aware if they haven't done this yet, you're probably going to need an aluminium fork or a steel one just because you know that every time the poke will be true and it'll be pure. You can trust the... You can trust trust your poke. You can trust your poke. You can trust your poke. Because if you get one of those plastic ones, mate, there's no knowing what'll happen. Well, also with the heat of the gravy, they may just melt completely and now you've got plastic sodden chips. Well, you've got plastic in your gravy. That's it, right? And that is... Who wants that? Well, that's also a health hazard. No one wants that that hungover day. No. So Plume Road gravy, if you know it's good for you. And tar. We need, we need, preferably gravy as thick as tar. Yeah, and aluminium. And then it has to be like chicken fat yeah. and shit. Metal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you need all of the good stuff. Yeah. Um, Am I salivating? I'm f- I'm actually hungry again, even though I still feel bloated. Yeah, even though this conversation started, started with you being, being unwell and full. Full and sick yeah. and girthy. Girthy and, uh, you know, sweaty. Having lasagna for breakfast. Having lasagna for breakfast, and you know, not just lasagna, punish it. Was only this was actually a problem. This is where this is where sometimes my eating habits can become problematic. I had it in a wrap, so I just <laughs> hacked off chunks of fucking lasagna and just wrapped it in a tortilla. <laughs> Steph was like, "Jesus Christ, like, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Fuck, man! Like, I just I'm broken here. I just can't be fucked to cook anything." I get how it looks. Was it nice? Yeah, it was great. Dude. Of course it was. Cold lasagna and tortillas. Tortillas are uh, fantastic. Tortillas are a great binding agent for many a different food, right? Like I'm a rap man. I'm a huge rap man. Yeah. And there's no like that's there's no what I've realized today and probably always knew Eddie but was you know maybe afraid to admit it publicly that there's nothing that shouldn't go in a tortilla. <laughs> Or nothing that can't. Nothing that can't. There's probably plenty that shouldn't. Should. But nothing- <laughs> There's plenty that shouldn't, but mate. nothing that can't go on a torture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just depends, you know, if you're prepared to leave your shame at the door. Well, you have to. <laughs> just, you absolutely have to, especially if you've been bounced out. Shame. You can't come in with any shame because the day will just get worse and worse for you. You'll find yourself on the floor of the kitchen eating lasagna tortillas, wondering where it all went wrong. <laughs> That'll do, eh? That'll do us. Uh, like, subscribe, five stars at Hallisport Podcast on Instagram. Uh, we'll see you next week, bro. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore?